0: On the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
1: He'll make the grab. He's going in. Touchdown,
0: Alabama. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this is Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Presented by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer proud sponsor of the crimson tide golden flake the official potato chip of the crimson tide coca-cola taste the feeling winn dixie the official supermarket of the alabama crimson tide toyota visit your local toyota dealer today toyota let's go places and by bud light proud sponsor of the crimson tide Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa here is your host the voice of the Tide Eli Gold
1: good evening everybody welcome to Tuscaloosa welcome to another edition of Hey Coach and the Nick Saban show presented by Alpha Insurance and oh by the way there is a big game coming up this weekend. We'll talk all about Alabama and LSU. The coach will join us here in about 30 minutes from right now. But in the interim, we're going to update you on basketball. We've got baseball coach Brad Bohannon joining us here. We've also got special guests who'll be uh, taking your phone calls. Ben Jones from the Tuscaloosa News will be our media guest. But obviously, this show is yours. It belongs to the fans. If you'd like to join the conversation, 877-202-BAMA. Eight seven seven two zero two Bama. You know this is a great time of year. Obviously, the football games all mean so much. Everything's going on. Let me remind you as well that men's basketball opens the regular season on Tuesday night at seven o'clock. They'll be taking on Coach Avery Johnson's alma mater, the Southern University Jaguars. And for Tuesday night, tickets are just five dollars. And if you'd like to bring a canned food item, you can do so to support the Beat Auburn Beat Hunger program. And we'll see you Tuesday night. Again, $5 tickets. Tip-off is coming up at uh, 7 on Tuesday. The Tide and the Jaguars of Southern University. The women's team, they open up on Wednesday night against Southeastern Louisiana, also at Coleman Coliseum. So it's an exciting time of the year. And of course, the best way to stay up to date with the latest on the Crimson Tide is by tuning into Tide TV this week, presented by Renaissance Bank. You can check your local listings for the air times in your area, and don't forget that Tide TV this week is also available online and on demand at RollTide.com. Coming up, we'll talk a little baseball. You know, the fall season is underway. The Tide doing well. We'll talk about uh, Alabama's version of the Fall World Series. I hesitate to talk about the Major League version because. It didn't exist since the Yankees weren't in it. Who cares about the Dodgers and the Red Sox? But we will talk about the Tide. That's coming up right after these messages here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
2: We are the blood, sweat, and tears of fierce ambition. We are fueled by the impossible, an inner drive that can't be contained. We are Alabama. Alabama. And we understand what it takes to win
0: championships. The same is true with Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks, 41 years straight. Visit your local Ford dealer today for great offers on F-150.
2: Ford F-150, proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide.
1: At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on quality, flavorful snacks, and champion chips. So when it's time to huddle up, grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks. Because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide.
3: Everwood Treatment, an Alabama-based family-owned company has been supplying quality pressure-treated lumber for over 30 years. As the official pressure-treated lumber of Alabama Athletics, we know the real work is done before game day. Everwood Treatment's process produces wood treated right. Our service-oriented team is dedicated to your shopping experience. If you need it, we'll get it. For a dealer near you, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, the official treated lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide, your treated wood source.
4: Hey, y'all, it's Marty Smith college football is here which means it's tailgating season meat sizzling on the grill a cold drink in your hand and great music on the speakers you've got to love it get all the gear you need for the perfect tailgate for less from my friends at academy sports and outdoors from grills and coolers to team jerseys and hats everything you need is at your local store or academy.com academy sports and outdoors for all for less man now i'm really craving a burger Coors Light. Established in 1978 and born in the Rockies, where the only thing more refreshing than your current adventure is what's next. It's why Coors Light is lagered cold for a lighter, crisper taste. Filtered cold to ensure brilliance, clarity, and brightness. And packaged cold for peak refreshment. Because those who thirst for more deserve nothing less than the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light. 2018 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly.
1: Hey, Coach, and the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance for the best agents in the business. Call Alpha. And tonight's first guest joins us, courtesy of Everwood Treatment Company. Everwood, the official treated lumber of Alabama Athletics. Everwood, wood treated right. Head baseball coach Brad Bohannon. Good to see you, Skipper. How you doing? I'm doing great. You know, we were just sitting up here laughing. I said, "This is a weird year for us baseball fans who follow the Yankees." because this World Series didn't exist. You know, the way the Dodgers (laughs) left Brooklyn and the Red Sox. Well, how can a Yankee fan pull for the Red Sox? Uh, Did you watch the series? I didn't. (laughs) You probably did. You're a baseball man through and through. I
5: I caught parts of uh, of most all the games. And, uh, you know, I'm old enough now where it's pretty neat. Some of the guys playing. I remember seeing Mookie Betts, 15, 16 years old. Sure. Um, Andrew Benatendi. uh, You know, a lot of guys, David Price came through the SEC. And, you know, even, you know, those guys, I saw him at at a really young age. So that that part's pretty neat.
1: It is nice. And and of course, in all in all seriousness, it was, uh, I know, a very enjoyable uh, series for those who uh, chose to to watch it. But uh, I was not one of those. But I'll tell you, one thing I have been watching and with great interest is your fall season. Uh, because there's so much to talk about. Uh, You guys played a couple of games and swept uh, the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, You grabbed one win from uh, Florida State, won the first game there. You got uh, your World Series, as you're calling it, your fall World Series uh, wrapping up uh, tomorrow. Uh, A quick broad brush report card thus far. What have you seen before we start dissecting things uh, in greater detail?
5: Well, I've been really, really pleased. We've had a, a really productive fall. So we have a 45-day window to get 27, you know, team practices or scrimmages in. Right. And we've really grown. I, I don't know if I've ever had a group that has grown this much in that 45-day window before. Uh, and that would be expected. We're really uh, inexperienced, really young, a lot yeah. of new faces. Uh, but I'm you know, really pleased with our group.
1: You know, we a lot of our listeners... Uh, follow football closely. They they keep an eye on hoops and baseball and gymnastics, but uh, they can probably talk a bit more knowledgeably about college football than some other sports. So let's discuss what a newcomer to the college baseball world is encountering a kid who is very, very good in high school uh, now makes the move to college baseball. What's the biggest eye opener or biggest eye openers for a young man who steps into SEC play for the first time?
5: Well, I, I get that question a lot from the kids and the families, and my response will probably surprise you. It's really they have more failure than they've ever had. And this, the game is faster. You see more velocity and better secondary pitches uh, and all that stuff. But most kids would get have been the best player on every team they've ever played on. The big
1: man on campus. They, they, yeah.
5: Absolutely. And... You know, they've never gone to Baton Rouge and gone one for 14 and struck out six times in a weekend. And it happens to everybody, no matter how good you are, if you're going to play in the big leagues or whatever. So that's a big adjustment, just dealing with the failure. And, uh, you know, I think we spend more time building our guys up and telling them how good they are than we do breaking them down. That
1: is an interesting answer. Now, is is it the uh, is the game faster as it is in football? Or is it just the ability when you're out there against a guy who can really break a breaking pitch off the end of the table somewhere or a sinker that'll drop straight down. Is that the toughest part of that adjustment? Yeah, I think from
5: a hitting standpoint, they get used to the velocity in a hurry because they see it, you know, every day in practice. But sure. uh, just better command and better secondary pitches. Uh, and the only way to, to get
1: better at it is go on do it. Pitching. Let's start there for your team. Lots of new faces. Tell me about the pitching staff, what you've seen in these First fall practices
5: well, I never thought i 'd say this twelve months ago, but we're, we actually have uh, some legitimate depth on the mound um, nice you know i 'm not sure we have that second third round draft pick guy, uh, but uh, there 's a, a very small separation between whoever 's fifth on the staff and whoever 's twelfth so uh, I said this in an interview yesterday. I, I went to bed praying every night last spring that Jake Walters and Sam Finerty would stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, because if we had to uh, go to the bullpen in the third or fourth inning on Friday or Saturday, it, it really uh, was going to be tough for us. And you never want to do that as a coach. But if we have to do that this spring, we're, we're going to be OK. I,
1: I'm not going to ask you to name names. We're, we're visiting, by the way, with Brad Bohannon, the head baseball coach here for the Tide. I'm not going to ask you to name names. But do you already know in your mind what your basic three man rotation ought to look like and who might be your Tuesday starter and who's going to be the the closer. Is that already been made clear to you from what you've seen?
5: Well, it's a lot more clear than the last time we talked. And I I will throw you some names. Uh, Sam Fenderty stuff has made another jump. He's sharper uh, than he was last spring. You know, Brock Love is a really talented young man uh, that throws four pitches for a strike and has big power stuff. Uh, Connor Shamblin and Tyler Ross are two freshmen that have really uh, blossomed this fall that we're really, really excited about. Not sure what they're ready for, but they're going to get thrown in the fire. Uh, And Will Freeman is a junior college transfer that was drafted that uh, throws three pitches for a strike and has been up to 93. So uh, those five guys have probably kind of distanced themselves as far as being starters and... Uh, Deacon Metters didn't throw a lot this fall, but he's somebody that will be right in the mix. And uh, Jeremy Randolph is a, a grad school transfer from Wright State that I think will get some early opportunity on the back end. And Jacob McNary is a freshman who has been uh, really sharp. You're so. right.
1: Uh, this is I said, you look <laughs> like Brad Bohannon, but what do you do with him? Uh, you, I've never heard you talk like that about your pitching staff.
5: Uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll uh, be standing behind the cage of bars, and I'll be telling you, you know, yeah. uh, how bad we are and how I hate <laughs> them. But right now, I, I like our kids, and I believe in them.
1: That's one of the most fun parts of doing ball games, is standing behind the batting cage during BP and listening to all the uh – Of course you got to keep everything in in perspective sometimes when you talk to players and coaches you know if their mouths are moving sometimes you've got to automatically take it with a grain of salt but uh, you've always been pretty straight and uh, i think the the jump from last year to this year uh, should be uh, quite noticeable we talked about this world series of yours a fall world series if you will uh, you played yesterday, you, I guess off today. You got some more tomorrow. What goes on? What is uh, is it actual games? Is it uh, you keep score? What, what is the uh, procedure in a situation like that during practice?
5: Well, we actually split the kids. Uh, Keith Holcomb and Brock Love were the captains of one team of Sam Vanity, Um And Joe Bro were on the other, you know, just older guys and and similar skill sets, and we just let them, they had a draft, and they are coaching the team, they're making all the personnel decisions, and it forces the kids to communicate and to talk strategy, and uh, we kind of oversee everything, but we're really just letting
1: our kids run with it, and it's been a lot of fun to watch. I want to come back and talk we've got a lot more time so we're going to continue with uh coach brad bohannon here in just a moment or so i do want to remind you though about the inaugural crimson tide cruise coach have you and uh, your wife been on a cruise are you cruisers i've never been on a cruise i don't know if i've had a day off since i started
5: so i think we are due for a you
1: you need to check this out the inaugural crimson tide cruise is going to set sail from mobile to cozumel mexico unfortunately it's in the early stages of the season, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll send you postcards or something. And you can cruise with Alabama football legends and make new friends and memories by booking your cabin now before they sell out. You can go online at CrimsonTideCruise.com or by calling 888-909-BAMA. That's 888-909-BAMA. Roll Tide and cruise with the tide more baseball talk and coach Sabin at the top of the hour but first these messages on the crimson tide sports network from learfield listen and imagine
3: it takes five seconds to send a text and for those five seconds you're driving blind life is worth more than a text stay alive don't text and drive.
2: Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council.
6: Everybody, buckle up! Bum 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 bum! bum. Buckle up! Let's go! Buckle up! Should we go to the store. Come on, buckle up! Ice cream? Come on, everybody, everybody, buckle up!
2: A lot goes on in the car, but you're in control. So only move when you hear the click that says they're buckled in. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
7: Most of my family, they never graduated high school, so I'm trying to break that barrier.
2: My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, and it paid off.
8: At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma.
2: I could not have done it alone. I see the future is really bright for me.
8: No one gets a diploma alone. If you're
4: thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you
2: at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. You took the first step and quit smoking. But even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why savebythescan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Coach and the Nick Saban Show on the air from Tuscaloosa from Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Hey, the performance of the week is an honor we give out every week presented by Cooper Tire. Visit coopertire.com to find your local Cooper Tire dealer. And tonight's honoree is Alabama's Robert Howard, who earned SEC Swimmer of the Week honors for the second week in a row. He's from Alexander City, and he had the fastest 50 meter freestyle numbers in the nation up to this point of the season. And he's the only SEC swimmer under 20 seconds in the event. So congratulations to Robert Howard for those recent honors. And of course, we invite you to visit coopertire.com to find your local Cooper Tire dealer. Cooper Tires, is an American company since 1914. Brad Bohannon with us. Baseball coach here at the University of Alabama. Defense uh, in this preseason, if you will, or this fall season. Has it been good with the whole new uh, infield and all? Uh, Have they been playing clean?
5: We really played well in the scrimmages in the the first couple of weeks of our fall team segment. uh, It was a real concern for me, and uh, that's probably the area that's grown the most. You know, we're really good behind the plate. Sam Crater would catch for anybody. Uh, Brett Auerbach is a JUCO transfer that was drafted, and uh, that's a pretty darn good one-two punch behind the plate. And um, Morgan McCullough and Colby Robinson are two junior college infielders that really defended at a high level. And, you know, we got a lot of experience in the outfield. So I feel a heck of a lot better about the defense than I did a month
1: ago. Your track record when you were at Kentucky, when you were at Auburn, obviously you were a a master recruiter. So tell me about the signing class coming in. What you got?
5: I'm really excited about our 2019 group. And, uh, you know, the in recruiting, a lot of times kids are they're better or worse than what you think. It it works both ways. You know, we we tell the stories about the kids being better uh, than the other ones. But Um, This 2018 group, now that they're here, I would even say it's a little stronger than what we thought on the front end, and uh, we're really excited about the 19 group. And once you get two really high-level classes and uh, put them back-to-back and get those kids some experience, then you really have something.
1: Well, listen, we look forward to seeing you. It won't be long before out there trading stories and sharing a few lives back and forth behind the batting cage, but thanks for coming in, and uh, I know you're heading to Baton Rouge this weekend. You're going to enjoy your... uh, First Bama game in Baton Rouge, huh? I, I'm going down and I'm fired up. I can't wait. Well, in case Coach Saban needs,
5: you know, a certain play call. They're late. I'll be right there. I'll we'll have the point you
1: out <laughs> in the crowd. Definitely. Coach, great to see you, man. Thank, Thank you. you Eli. Brad Bohannon, baseball coach here at the University of Alabama. They have gotten off to a great start in the fall season. Should be an exciting year over at the Joe. We're back with more in a moment on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
8: It is I, thine king. Today, I speaketh on behalf of Bud Light and the most sacred of traditions, the tailgate. In my days as a collegiate liege, I hosted the very first tailgate in Yon Woods. We didn't have coolers or sports. We were basically just in the woods. But we had Bud Light, so a tailgate it was. Anyway, I invite you to continue my legacy and enjoy Bud Light courtesy of me at your tailgate. Also courtesy of me. Dilly dilly. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light beer AB St. Louis, Missouri. Make University Mall part of your football game day game plan. Avoid all the traffic close to campus and take the Tuscaloosa Charter Tide Ride from University Mall to Bryant-Denny back for just $10. And while you're at University Mall, enjoy great shopping, dining, great selection of Bama fan gear, and a special Crimson weekend savings. We're West Alabama's in place to shop for over 30 years. University Mall, come see us.
7: See every first down, touchdown, and field goal. Don't miss a single play this season by visiting your trusted community doctors at Schaefer Eye Center. With multiple locations in Central Alabama, Schaefer Eye Center is here to serve you. Schaefer Eye Center welcomes all insurance and their knowledgeable staff can help maximize your insurance plan benefits. Eye care and eyewear are better together at Schaefer Eye Care, doctors of optometry. Schedule your appointment today at SchaeferEyeCenter.com. That's SchaeferEyeCenter.com.
0: Traffic. It can be more stressful than that last-second Hail Mary pass. But Nissan changed the game. Nissan Rogue has available Nissan Intelligent Mobility, like ProPilot Assist, that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered. Nissan Rogue. It's a game-changer. Get to Nissan, proud partner of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Go, go! Propilot assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See owner's manual
7: for safety information. Oh, come on. Security, do you need assistance? Uh yeah, hi. I'm trying to get up to the executive floors.
5: You need special access.
7: <sighs> okay. So how do I get access? Get a business degree
3: from Earn a business degree online from the University of Alabama's renowned Culverhouse College of Commerce. Courses are taught by the same professors who teach on campus, and tuition is affordable. Visit bamabydistance.ua.edu. That's bamabydistance.ua.edu.
1: Welcome back to Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Hey, let me ask you a question. How does a four-day work week sound to you? Sounds pretty good, huh? Well, you can come join the legendary team here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill and score a rewarding career while having more time to enjoy watching the tide roll. Visit bombhauerscom careers to apply today, Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food, and of course they've got locations all around the state of Alabama, more opening seemingly every day. So if you're of the mind to check out a career change, go to Bombhowers.com slash careers. Coming up in just a few, Coach Nick Saban is with us. But as we mentioned, there's so much going on. Uh, The men's basketball season opens up Tuesday. The ladies are playing their final preseason game tonight against Mississippi College. They open up on Wednesday to keep up with everything Alabama. You can do so with the new Alabama Game Day Live app. It's presented by BankCorp South and it's available at the App Store and Google Play. You can download it for free right now. Again, the game day live app brought to you by our friends at Corp South. Alpha Insurance, the proud presenter of Hey Coach for the best agents in the business. Call Alpha. Coming up, we'll be joined by Ben Jones of the Tuscaloosa News and then the coach at the top of the hour here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
3: Win Dixie is giving away two lower level 2019 season tickets to you and a friend. That's right, two season tickets. Also, the lucky winner will receive a $250 Win Dixie gift card, too. Could you be the lucky person of this ultimate Alabama football prize? To be in it to win it, simply spend $100 at your local Win Dixie and register your purchase. What are you waiting for? Enter today only at Win Dixie. Visit slash Alabama tickets for more details. You know the sound of
0: performance. <laughs> and you definitely know the name of performance. Toyota Camry, Corolla, and RAV4. A lineup that remains unrivaled. Toyota, let's go play. Get 0% APR for 48 months on a new 2018 Toyota RAV4. Offer valid through November 14th, 2018. Zero down for well-qualified buyers with approved credit and financing through Southeast Toyota Findings. 2083 monthly payment for every $1,000 financed. Fixed tax, tag, registration,
2: title, and dealer fees. See dealer for details. Hey, Alabama fans, celebrate the Crimson Tide's national title with the new University of Alabama National Champions Visa check card and checks from Regions. Your Regions check card account includes new lock so you can easily lock and unlock your card for online, in-store, or ATM transactions. Regions is a proud sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide and is the official bank of the SEC. Go to Regions.com slash GoBama or visit a branch to order yours today. Regions. Remember at the IC. Term conditions and fees may apply. At Window World of Alabama, their motto is the same as it
7: was when they began in 1995. Provide superior products installed by professional craftsmen at guaranteed low prices. It's no wonder that Window World has grown to become America's largest window replacement company. They take pride not only in the quality of their products, but in the service and care they give you from the start of a job to its completion and beyond. Call Window World of Alabama for your free in-home estimate at 205-916-2189 or visit windowworldalabama.com. Window World, simply the best for less.
8: One of these two guys.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Coach and the Nick Saban show from Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa. Ben Jones is our special media guest tonight from the Tuscaloosa News, his fourth year covering the tie, but his first season as the primary beat writer but you come, you've covered UK, you've covered the Cats, you've covered Florida State. Uh, uh, the same, different, uh, what's it like covering the Tide versus where you've been? It's a little bit different
8: uh, in some ways. You know, when I covered Kentucky, I covered mostly football there, but did some basketball as well. And one of the things about covering Kentucky basketball is whenever you go on the road, Uh, you know, that environment is going to be the best environment for that stadium or that arena all season long. And when you cover Alabama football, it's really the same way. You know, when we go to LSU on Saturday, that'll be the best environment they have
1: all season long. Well, we'll talk all about that and a whole lot more. Ben's going to join the conversation with the coach. But right now we have to pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Tonight, live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa, another edition of Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show presented by Alpha Insurance. The coach will be joining us momentarily. If you'd like to be part of the show, the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline is open to you right now at 877-202-BAMA. That's 877-202-BAMA. Feel free to give us a call. Join the conversation, myself and Ben Jones of the Tuscaloosa News with Nick Saban as soon as we come back on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
2: Hey, Alabama fans, celebrate the Crimson Tide's national title with the new University of Alabama National Champions Visa check card and checks from Regents. Your Regions check card account includes new lock so you can easily lock and unlock your card for online, in-store, or ATM transactions. Regions is a proud sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide and is the official bank of the SEC. Go to regionscom slash GoBama or visit a branch to order yours today. Regents, member FDIC. Terms, conditions, and fees may apply
4: hey y'all it's marty smith college football is here which means it's tailgating season meat sizzling on the grill a cold drink in your hand and great music on the speakers you've got to love it get all the gear you need for the perfect tailgate for less from my friends at academy sports and outdoors from grills and coolers to team jerseys and hats everything you need is at your local store or academy.com academy sports and outdoors for
6: all for less man now i'm really craving a burger
0: It is one of America's most awaited games. An SEC West matchup featuring number one Alabama and number four LSU. Coach O's Tigers trying to break a seven-game losing streak to Alabama while the Tide's juggernaut plans to continue its march through the bayou. Bama and LSU, the subject on tonight's November 1st edition of the Nick Saban Show. Here we go! from the brand new Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this is the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance, for the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Hot, hot. Now, with head coach Nick Saban, here is your host, Eli
1: Gold. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa. It's another edition of the Nick Saban Show presented by Alpha Insurance. I'm Eli Gold. To my immediate right, Ben Jones from the Tuscaloosa News. Great to have him as our special media guest. And to Ben's right, the head coach of the Crimson Tide, Coach Nick Saban. Good evening, sir. How are you? Doing great. How are you? I am well, thank you. And uh, everybody excited about uh, this weekend's game. But uh, you know, what's funny. I was on a talk show uh, this morning. And the guy said to me, he said, I don't care what anybody says. He said, You guys have just got this season already wrapped up. And I said, You're crazy. I said, You're insane. I said, Do you not respect what these other teams have? He said, I oh, don't give me that yet. Yada, yada. how tough is it to convince the world, let alone your team, that this is far from over. This is a heck of a team you're facing this weekend.
9: Well, I really don't care about convincing the world. I do care a lot about convincing our team. And, you know, I think the main thing is Very simple. You know, the main thing has to be the main thing. And that's how you play. You know, arrogance is never going to win a game. Yeah. Uh, Records, whatever your record is now, is not going to help you win the next game. Crowds don't score points. Stats don't catch passes. Newspapers don't run the ball. Fans don't block and tackle. So, you know, it really comes down. Your security as a football player comes down to your ability to perform and to a standard. Uh, And, you know, you really don't want to let your teammates down. So that means that, um, you know, there's one play in a game where you loaf. There's one play in a game where you miss an assignment. There's one play in a game where you make a mental error, miss a tackle and or drop a pass. And that could, you know, affect the outcome of the game. Sure. And you don't want to be that guy. And I sure don't want you to be that guy. So as a coach, I'm always trying to help you get to where you can play to that standard and um, don't want them to be the one and you'd like for them to be the one that makes the difference in the game in a positive way. So it all comes down to guys' ability to stay focused and per- perform. You know, I talked to the players this week a lot about self evaluation. You know, and there's really three things that you can self evaluate and we all should do this and some people have a hard time doing this self-awareness. You know, what kind of effort are you giving? Are you really giving your best effort to be the best you can be? It, it doesn't matter what you choose to do. But in our case, being a football player, you know, contributing to your team. How can you evaluate how you stay focused, pay attention to detail in everything that you do? I'm not talking about just in practice. I'm not talking about just, you know, in a meeting. I'm talking about if you're watching film, getting ready for the game, whatever it is. And then do you have the knowledge to go out there and do your job? Mm -hmm. And so effort, are you giving your best? Can you stay focused even when you don't feel like staying focused and you can't have mental laps because that becomes a habit. If you do it in practice, you're going to do it in the game. Then you're going to be the guy that makes a mental error when it matters. And can you go out there and do your job? Do you have the knowledge and experience to know how to do it, what to do, how to do it, why it's important to do it that way? So these are the things that we stay focused on. And I've given up on a lot of you folks out there and Eli and everybody else thinking we're going to win every game and not thinking the other team's not all that good because these guys we're playing are pretty good, and we're going to have to play, you know, damn good to beat them.
1: And that's why they're number three in the country, no doubt about that. Let's get a question here from Ben. Let's open it up, sir. Go right ahead. Right. Uh, on Monday, we talked a little bit at your press conference about uh, what your
8: time at LSU was like and how valuable that experience was. Uh, I was curious, since that was the first time you'd coached college football in that part of the country, what did you learn about coaching college football in the South then?
9: Well, um... You know, I think the biggest thing was is the passion that the fans have uh, is much different than it was coaching in the Big Ten or coaching up north. Um, I think the second thing was is how competitive recruiting is. And and I do think that there were more good teams. There were more balance in the league. Um, you know, most of the time when we played in the Big Ten, there was maybe two or three pretty good teams, and then the other teams didn't quite match up. But the depth of the conference was so much greater here. You had to play week in and week out and you could never really let up um, because you might have one or two teams that weren't good enough to beat you. So those are probably the things that I learned about the Southeast Conference and coaching in the South. And But I think all those things really make it more fun. Um, there's more passion. There's great enthusiasm everywhere you go and play. And we have great enthusiasm and great fans here. So that makes it special to be the coach here. And and I think the players really enjoy it. And, you know, if you really are a great competitor, you love games like this. So that's why you come to Alabama to play in games like this. And so it's going to be, you know, a great challenge for us.
1: It is going to be just that. We've got Pee Wee on the phone, Coach. As per usual, our first question of the evening by the telephone. And he is sponsored, or at least the first caller is, although it's gotten to be Pee Wee for that matter, sponsored by Alabama 811. Contact 811 before you dig to know what's below. Call 811 or visit al811.com. Pee Wee, good evening, sir.
9: Good evening, Coach. How are you, sir? Good, Pee-wee. How you doing?
10: I'm doing well. First, I'd like to say I hope that you uh, you had a good birthday yesterday and was able to spend some uh, quality time with your lovely bride. Uh, I hope that
9: worked out for you, sir. Yeah, I did. When I got home last night, about 7.30, she actually cooked once a week, but it was good. <laughs> so, it was good. I had to bring my own birthday cake home, though. That was kind of, you know, self-delivery, I guess. That's a new, <laughs> new deal, but... We had a good time, and it was really fun for me. I always enjoy it. The, the players had a little birthday party when we come into team meeting, and I don't know if they do it because it's my birthday or because they're just trying to eat up some of the meeting time, <laughs> It's probably because they want to eat up some of the meeting time, but it's a lot of fun. Um, we had a, a big birthday cake, and it said, "Take it to the limit one more time," which was, you know, kind of interesting, that, yep. that's what they chose. So um, you know, but it, it was a lot of fun.
10: Well, Coach, you know you always talk about uh, on a bye week that it's, it's an opportunity to get some guys that are are nicked up, to get them a little well, a chance to uh, to get back to uh, the fundamentals to kind of improve. I'm just wondering how that went along this week. Did you know? Did we get some guys well to be able to help us provide a little bit of depth, not just on the offensive line or in the offense, but for the whole team everywhere? And and how was the uh, the focus? and everything for this bye week and this week in preparation for LSU. Well,
9: it's like I talked about last week, you know, you want to try to create momentum, you know, when you have a bye week, so you build on um, you know, helping your players rest, get some guys healthy, but also when they are practicing, they're they practicing in a way that is helping them improve and gain confidence. So, you know, I, I was pretty pleased with the way we did that. Uh, I really was. Um, we've had a pretty good week this week. Um, but. You know, we still got you know Smitty's practiced, and um, you know I'm hopeful that he'll be very close to 100% by game time. Uh, Jaden was able to practice a little bit today, but you know he's going to be you know he's limited a little bit still, but he's getting well very rapidly now. Uh, he's kind of turned the corner a little bit. Uh, but other than that, you know most of the other players uh, they were nicked up, and you know they're they're all a little better for having a little time off and. Uh, hopefully
1: we'll be able to finish strong because it's going to be really important. Pee-wee, thanks for your call, sir. Now, coach, to your right, a visitor here at Baumhauer's with a question. Good evening, sir. Good
10: evening, hey. Thank you for taking question. Um, my question is, during a week like this, with a big away game coming up, and, uh, you know, how do you balance your schedule between your dedication to the team? Which I obviously have, coaching at a, at your level, and then also with family too, how do you keep the players focused uh, and then also split that time with your family
9: and, uh, you know, uh, take question.
10: Care of Good
1: question, time management, yeah.
9: You know, I, I don't think it really changes from week to week. Uh, I mean, I think it takes the same – I mean, I sit up here every week and every game is a big game, and that game that week is the biggest game. So if there was a better way to do it, we'd have been doing it three or four weeks ago. Um, So, you know, we sort of have the same sort of plan every week in terms of how we get the players ready. Uh, We always get a theme for the psychological part of it that we start on Monday, talk to them each day through the week, and then tomorrow I speak to the team when we have our team meeting to get started. It's at 1230. So, and then there's a physical planning part of it in terms of, us preparing as coaches for what we have to, let's say, defend if we're on defense, what we have to attack if we're on offense, how we're going to do it, how we're going to teach the players to do it, how we're going to install it, uh, how much we want to change from one week to the next. So, but the time is the same. You know, I mean, the time on Sunday is always the same. uh, And we don't, I don't have very much time with my family. I mean, Terry and I have a little bit of time Sunday morning. We go to church on Sunday. I don't we always have family dinner on sunday night for all of our coaches and their kids so they get to see their kids for half hour or whatever you know on sunday but i get home probably at 10 o'clock at night i get 10 o'clock at night on monday terry's sleeping on the couch tuesday um, wednesday i do get home that's the only night i get home to eat sometimes the kids come over so we look forward to that and you know tonight i'll go home after after this after we make a couple more recruiting calls. So it's kind of you don't have a lot of time, so you try to make the most of the time that you have. And you pretty much give up on all the, the, any personal thing that you enjoy doing. You know, it's do your job, do it well for the players. Uh, and, you know, with a little bit of time you have with family, you try to make the most of that, and that's about it. I mean, there isn't any time to, you know, play golf or do anything that you enjoy doing, and you don't even think about it. I enjoy my job, so I guess that's the fun of the season.
1: Thanks for your question. Coach, a couple of straight football questions. One comes from the AL.com Nick Saban radio show blog. Uh, Adam in Cabot, Arkansas, says, Hey, coach, we're getting really excited for the big game Saturday. What does Joe Burrow, the LSU quarterback, bring to the game as a QB that you haven't seen from the other quarterbacks you have played against all year? Thank you and Roll Tide.
9: Right. Well, I I don't think it's fair for me to compare Joe to some other quarterback that we played against, but I will just talk about Joe. Um, You know, he's got good size. Uh, He's a good passer. He's got a strong arm. Uh, He's fairly accurate. Um, You know, he's deceptive with his feet. Uh, He makes he's the third leading rusher on their team. He doesn't really look like a guy that can run, but he can run and he is pretty fast and he will pull the ball in the zone read and make you play honest and you know, the, the way they're playing offense right now, they have great balance. So they're able to run the ball. Their offensive line, even though they have four new starters, have done a really, really good job. They got two really good backs uh, and they run the ball there, and they're going tempo and they're going fast, which is unusual for what people expect to see from LSU. I um, mean, that really Georgia was not ready for that at all. And uh, you know, they, they hit him with a lot of big play runs and and then they have play action passes and they throw a lot of deep balls and he's a good deep ball thrower and they've been able to make a lot of big plays. They got really big receivers. I mean, one guy six seven, another guy six six. So um, they're good at the at the 5050 50 balls. And right. they have made a lot of big plays off a of play action pass down the field and it's maximum protection. So you're really not going to get a lot of pressure on the quarterback and two and three man routes. So. Uh, And they're really effective at it. So and he's given them a lot of stability because he does a great job. I think, you know, everybody, every time you say a quarterback is a game manager, it's like he's not a good quarterback. But to me, you can't be a good quarterback if you can't manage the game well for your team. That means you get them in the right play. They don't have a lot of penalties. You play with poise You make everybody around you play better because of the way you handle the situations, whatever the word is for that. I think Joe does that for them, and I think that's something that's really helped their team and their confidence on their team.
1: On the other side of the ball, 14 interceptions. Is that because they have great athletes, or does Dave Aranda's defense or whatever do something a little different? Are they they deceptive? How come so many interceptions?
9: Well, I I think it's a combination of the both. They, both, they, They do have a really good scheme. I think Dave is a really, really good coach, probably one of the best defensive coaches in the country. I think they play a different kind of scheme in that they play 3-4 almost all the time, uh, which creates a lot of uh, different things for you to do in nickel when you play 3-4, because most people play a 4-2, so your blocking schemes, all those things changes, the way they pressure you change, the way they play coverage changes. I think the thing that they do a really good job of is they have good players. They all have good ball skills. That's why they make a lot of interceptions and are very athletic. But they do a lot of multiples on third down where they, you know, disguise what they're doing, blitz guys from one side, rotate the coverage the other way, make it try to confuse the quarterback and and they've done a really good job of that and they've, you know, made a lot of a lot of picks because of yeah, it.
1: Yeah, it's paid off. Coach, we're going to break away and take care of a little business here. Then we'll come back. We'll uh, get Ben to throw a couple questions in your direction as you're listening to the Nick Saban Show. And, folks, a quick reminder that Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are proud to be a presenting sponsor of the Road to the Iron Bowl. And to celebrate the storied rivalry, Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are offering a limited edition Road to the Iron Bowl souvenir cup Available now through November 24th, so stop by to get yours while supplies last. Roll Tide with Chick-fil-A. You're listening to the Nick Saban Show on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
2: At Alpha Insurance, our goal is to be your MVP, providing you with the most valuable protection. That means saving you money on home, car and life insurance and providing championship service from a helpful hometown team. Call Alpha for your insurance needs today and let us show you why we consistently rank among the top insurance companies in the Southeast for customer satisfaction. How do you become America's best selling brand? You build capable, fun, and smart SUVs. SUVs like the all-new Ford Sport and the 2018 Expedition. Named Best Large SUV for Families by U.S. News. And now is a great time to check out the full lineup of Ford SUVs. Find great deals and offers at your local Ford store or online at buyfordnow.com. America's best selling based on 2017 calendar year sales. View U.S. News Best Cars at cars.usnews.com.
10: Hey, Tide fans, no Picnic is complete without Picnic mayonnaise, mustard, and salad dressing. Picnic is now proud to be the official condiment and vegetable of the Crimson Tide. Taste the smooth and creamy flavor of Picnic southern recipes, and you can taste a southern dynasty while cheering on another. Ask for it at your local markets and convenience stores, or find it at the concession stands throughout Bryant-Denny Stadium. Remember, it's not a sandwich without Picnic.
7: Your four tires are all that connect your car to the road. Thankfully, Cooper Tires has more than a century of experience in manufacturing comfortable, capable tires. Each Cooper tire is made to last for thousands of miles and to help you safely get to where you need to go and back again. Our dedication to quality means we understand precisely why your tires matter, which is why you can count on Cooper, an American company since 1914. For information or to find a Cooper Tires dealer near you, visit coopertire.com.
1: And ten. Clapping of the hands, play action fake to Najee. Tua stands in, throws long, Waddle behind the defense. Right side, 30, 15, 10, 5. How are you? Another one, 77 yards on the instantaneous touchdown. Tua to Jalen Waddle. Devontae Smith, if you're listening, we love you. Take your time getting healthy. We want you back. But in the meantime, throw the ball to Jalen Waddle. The freshman from Houston, Texas, named to the midseason freshman All-America team the other day. And uh, uh, he has really been I think, Ben, we saw that in the uh, preseason camp, in the fall camp. Everybody who at practice saw that this guy was going to be something special. And indeed, Waddle is. Right. He was a guy that we started to hear
8: a little bit about almost as soon as fall camp started and kind of built from there a little bit. Uh, I was a little bit skeptical at first. I'm a guy who kind of wants to see it before I'm willing to go out on a limb and, and say something particularly about such a young player. But has played really well for Alabama this season.
1: He's done a heck of a job as we spend time with Coach Nick Saban on this Thursday evening, the Nick Saban show presented by Alpha Insurance for the best agents in the business call Alpha. Ben, when you go to Baton Rouge this weekend, how many column inches or how many articles or columns will you have to produce yourself? Usually from a
8: game, it's only a couple. Uh, But the trick for us, since we have a print deadline still, is that on a night game like this, uh, particularly if it's a close game, it can be a challenge to get all of that done and in time to be printed in the next day's newspaper. Sometimes uh, we'll actually have to turn part of what we're in in at halftime. To make sure that we have enough time to get the rest of it edited
1: interesting the coach is with us why don't you jump in with another question
8: right Uh, i was going to kind of circle back to something kind of related to what our guest asked in the first segment Uh, there are a few careers out there um, some probably more so than others where i think it can be really important to have a spouse that's kind of on board with what you do Uh, You know, people in the military would certainly understand that, and probably people who go into the ministry and in religion would feel that way as well. Uh, How important are coaches' lives to what you guys do, and what are some ways that they help the program or help you all?
9: Well, I really don't think that you can do this if you don't have a supportive spouse. Um, And, you know, I don't know if Terry knew what a first down was when I first started dating her. I know she didn't know what it was when we were in seventh grade science camp when we met, but... (laughs) She thinks she can coach a team better than me now. I do know that. <laughs> um, so she's come a long ways. But, um, you know, really, there's so much time involved in it. And, you know, being a coach, especially in college, and this is probably not true in the NFL, which is one of the things that I didn't necessarily like about coaching in the NFL is it, it really is more than a job. It's almost a way of life. You know, the kids, the players on the team, the relationships that you have with them, the support that you need, the direction. I mean, you're almost in a partnership with their parents in terms of helping them be more successful in life. I'm talking about as people, as students, career development players, the whole thing. So if you don't have sort of everyone in your family sort of all into that, it makes it really, really hard A, for them to understand and be um, you know, like a lot of our players have a really good relationship with miss Terry and they meet or they come to the house when we recruit them. And, you know, that sort of starts a relationship and it goes on and on and on. So, uh, and I, and I think the players need that. that, that, you know, they need that sort of wholesome family. Um, you know, we have 12, 15, 20 players for Thanksgiving dinner, cause our players can't ever go home for Thanksgiving cause we always play in Auburn on that weekend. And so, I mean, And if you have someone who's not all into that, and the same thing in recruiting. I mean, the parents want to know from the other parents, or is this going to be a a safe place where my uh, young man is going to develop like I'd like for him to? And are you going to give him the direction to do it? And are your principles and values of your own family and and the people in your family really, you know, what we're looking for for our young men? It's really, really important. I don't think you could do it, not in college and probably not in high school. uh, If you don't have someone who is supportive, I think in the NFL, because you don't have the same relationship with the players, it's more all about just the football part of it. They have their own lives, they have their own children, they have their own families. So that that part of it's probably not as important. You're probably not trying to develop those types of things. And uh, it really is a a significant partnership that can be a real benefit. Uh, And it's certainly been a benefit to um, me in my career to have Terry and our family be supportive. It's hard on your kids, too, man. I mean, how would you like it if you grew up and nobody said who you were? They just said, that's Nick Saban's son or that's Nick Saban's daughter. I mean, that's hard on them, too. And um, you know, and the kids have been really good about understanding that and understanding there's good and bad that go go with it. Um, but and, and the people here, that's one thing I love about Alabama. The people here have been really, really um, heartfelt warming to us and, and our family. And they, they, it hasn't been a negative thing for us to have to live through personally.
1: Since we've gotten in this direction, a question, Uh, you often hear rock stars talk about this and and so on, life in that fishbowl of attention, Uh, how long did it take you to understand and accept that and be comfortable with it if you are comfortable with it, that everything you do is documented, whether it's by the media, by social media, by whatever, is it tough living that way?
9: Not really. I mean, I don't pay any attention to it. So it's it's kind of I, I, that's why I don't have social media. I don't know what anybody's saying on social media. I don't know what anybody's saying on Twitter. Um, I don't really need for somebody to say something to motivate me or understand what the challenges are mm-hmm. in terms of what I'm doing personally or professionally. Um, you, you know, sometimes and I think we I think what we've done is we, you know, have our lake house. We have a place in Florida. Um, we enjoy each other's company. So we, we, we find a lot of happiness in our privacy that we get from wherever. Sure. And, and I think that where you make a mistake is you have to understand there's a lot of conditional relationships that you have, right, which means the relationship is conditional on you being the coach and it's conditional on you winning when you're a coach. All right. I mean, that's a conditional relationship and it can be a lot of fun and nice and have a lot of good friends. And then you have, you know, people who are really friends, you know, maybe sure. lifelong friends and people that you grew up with or have relationship with here, you know, sort of outside of football almost. And, you know, most of the places that we've ever coached or been, you know, we have lifelong friends and I think they would be our friends if we won or lost the game. And I, I think you know, you have to sort of understand all that and accept it and not resent it. It's just a part of it. Yeah. So um, I, I don't really have a I don't have a problem with it. I mean, you know, I, I think it's hard for the people around you sometimes, you know, when you say, all right, let's go out and eat. And you go out and eat and you want to be with your kids or whatever. And people want to take pictures and that sure. type of thing. It doesn't bother me because in my mind. If nobody's asking me for an autograph or nobody's asking to take a picture, then I know I really got problems.
1: That's when you got trouble. Yeah. I got trouble. Yeah.
9: All right. So it doesn't bother me, but it does bother them sometimes.
1: Interesting answer. Very, very good answer. Let's go to Roger on the phone in Montgomery. Roger, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Hello. 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 Yes, sir. Roger. Go right ahead, sir. You're on with the coach.
9: Hello, hey, Roger. Coach. How you doing, sir? Hello. Doing well, thanks. How are you?
10: Well, I know you are. I mean, no reason for me to ask that. But I uh, I raised up in the family of six children and uh, three of us from Alabama and three of us from Tennessee. But we've all started wearing Alabama hats and Alabama uh, outfits and Alabama shoes and whatever you put on with Alabama. What I'm trying to say is, Coach, uh, I, I meant to get a hold of you or somebody to wish you happy birthday because my brother's birthday was the same birthday. Yours was on Halloween. Well,
9: tell him we said
10: uh, happy birthday. <laughs> well, I will, and uh, but I was just curious. Uh, you know, when, when y'all come out, uh, no. First of all, I want to say uh, uh, people have been saying that. Uh, uh, Y'all are scared going down there and doing all that, hooping and hollering and going on. Well, Coach, I know your expertise, and I know that you're well aware of what the situation is, and I know that you've got some excellent 110% players. But I'm not really worried about all that. But I will call the score 24 to probably nothing first half, but that's all I'm going to say about that. But what I want to really say is that, you, uh, when y'all come out on the field, you know the referee's going to pitch that coin up in the air, and he's going to say, heads or tails, He's are going to look at one team or the other, y'all receive or whatever. If y'all win the toss, which way you think you might go on that deal, Coach?
9: Well, to be honest with you, um, um. You know, I hope we elect to kick ass is what I hope we do, but um, (laughs) I I usually don't really uh, decide that until, you know, we get a little closer to the game because we always take uh, the weather into account as to whether the wind uh, and the weather conditions as to, you know, whether we, um, you know, take the ball first or wait to get us uh, possession in the second half. So, you know, we haven't really decided that yet, so I can't really share that with you.
1: But a good question. And thank you for joining us on the phone from uh, down there in Montgomery. Ben, go right ahead, sir. Right. Uh, I think most
8: people know that you went to Kent State and played there, and that's where you got your start in coaching. Uh, I don't know if most people know that you were there at the same time as Jack Lambert, the former Steeler great. Uh, I was wondering if you had any memories of him or any stories about him from his college days.
9: Oh yeah, I got plenty of stories. Some I can tell, some I can't tell. But <laughs> um, you know, Jack was a great player, and you know, there's a really interesting story that um, Jack Lambert always played defensive end for us, and he only weighed about 205 pounds, and Um, But he was a really good player, but he always played with his hand in the dirt. And we had this guy named Bob Bender, who was who was the middle linebacker. And he was a a really good player. And, um, you know, we went to a Rolling Stones concert, um, all of us, and we used to get paid 50 bucks for being security guard. And somebody said Bob Bender got hired to be Mick Jagger's um, bodyguard. And um, so when we came back to report to camp about two weeks later, you know, to start in August in camp, Bob Benner never showed up. So they moved Jack Lambert to linebacker. He was a junior then, and he made All-American two years in a row. And, you know, obviously is in the Hall of Fame for what he did with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But um, we won a championship when he when we were playing together and Gary Pinkle was on our team, too. Those guys are one year behind me in school, but Uh, Don James did an incredible job of putting uh, a team that was not very good for a long time together. And in just a second or second year, we we won a championship.
1: Jack Lambert started at middle linebacker for four Super Bowl winning teams. Not many guys can have that on their resume,
9: not at all. And he was an outstanding pro player, but. I would say the one thing about that guy that I'll never forget is he might have been the most relentless, furious competitor I've ever been around. Really? And he affected everybody around him that way. And he did it in the NFL as well.
1: Sure did. We're coming right back. More of the Nick Saban show on this Thursday evening. So don't you leave us now a quick reminder that the Nick Saban show being brought to you in part by Alpha Insurance for the best agents in the business. Call Alpha. You're listening to the Nick Saban show on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
4: Show your love for college football with the new 2018 Road to the Iron Bowl Souvenir Cup from your local Alabama Chick-fil-A. This football season, Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are proudly sponsoring the Road to the Iron Bowl. To celebrate this storied rivalry, Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are offering an awesome limited edition Road to the Iron Bowl collectible Souvenir Cup for you to have as a keepsake. So stop by your local Alabama Chick-fil-A now through November 24th and get your own Road to the Iron Bowl Souvenir Cup while supplies last. Roll Tide with Chick-fil-A
3: tailgating was invented in the South football fans gathering in a parking lot before the big game to share their favorite dishes with friends at Jack's. We want to keep that tradition going from handbred chicken fingers and fried chicken to delicious sides and scratch made biscuits. Jack's has all the ingredients to make your next tailgate legendary football is just better with Jack's. So order ahead at eatjax.com and score big this season. Jack's all about the South. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers.
7: And an ice cold Coke.
8: Real football. Y pollo asado. Mac and cheese. You need a hot
7: grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on.
2: It's got to be Coke.
4: game day? Race day.
2: Calls for Coke. You know it.
1: It's tailgate 101.
9: Hey, Tide fans, this is Coach Nick Saban. Not all fans agree on the best game day food. But when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Grab one and roll Tide.
1: At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and, of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on quality, flavorful snacks, and champion chips. So when it's time to huddle up, grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks, because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Herb Smith in motion. Tua gives to Jacobs up the middle. Touchdown, Alabama. Two-yard run. Josh Jacobs. Oh, Josh Jacobs, another guy who has remarkable abilities for the Crimson Tide. Eight rushing touchdowns already this year. He has 55 carries, 267 yards. And you know, Ben, one of the key things is with with Jacobs and Najee Harris and Brian Robinson and Damian Harris, Ronnie Clark, and, of course, early in the year when Jerome Ford played his, his four games, uh, it really is keeping the running backs relatively fresh as we get down the stretch here, which is, you know, there's nobody doing a Derrick Henry and carrying the ball 90 times over a couple of weekends.
8: Right. Uh, I think
1: sometimes he-
8: that guys like Derek uh, were really the exception here and not the rule maybe because there were two Heisman winners at running back I believe Alabama has the last two running backs to win the Heisman Trophy Uh, the school kind of gets a reputation as having guys who are going to pound it out every game there and I think they can do that uh, but obviously the way they've been able to distribute the carries has been really effective at keeping all three or four or five of those guys fresh so far this season
1: and that's going to be part of the storyline of course this uh, weekend Alabama Uh, Having the having shown the ability to score early, LSU hasn't given up a first quarter touchdown since the Bama game last year. They've gone 12 games in a row without uh, allowing a uh, touchdown in the first quarter. Coach Nick Saban, let's go back to the Nick Saban Show blog on AL.com. Glenn in Clarksville, Tennessee says, hey, Coach, Irv Smith Jr. has been impressive in his development this season. How has he improved since his freshman season to become such a valuable offensive weapon?
9: Well, we, we really had high hopes for Irv right off the bat. You know, we thought he was an outstanding player in high school and uh, you know, tight end is kind of an interesting position now because it's in, used to be just a guy that played beside the tackle with his hand in the dirt. Yep. that was a tight end. All right. Well, now a tight end is a guy that can do that, a guy that can play off the ball and do fullback type things and a guy that can split out and be a wide receiver you know, at the same time. And the one thing I think Irv has is he has a skill set that allows him to do all those things, you know, pretty well. And he's a really good receiver. He's a good blocker. Uh, very athletic um, and, you know, runs well after the catch. So we always had high ups for him. So it was just a matter of him developing, you know, sort of the knowledge and experience that he needed to go out there and be confident and productive. And he's certainly done that and had an outstanding year this year. It's
1: amazing how the game has changed. A few weeks ago at uh, your Nick at noon luncheon, uh, you acknowledged some of the former lettermen who were in attendance and Martin Houston was there. And Martin said, he said, I played a position that doesn't exist anymore. He was a great fullback. It's amazing how the game has changed, isn't it?
9: Yeah, it sure has. I mean, two back runs are almost a thing of the past. Yeah. Uh, Although some of the plays that are run, they look as if there's not two backs in the backfield, but for those old timers like me that are out there, when you play, there were two back runs. They're really the same runs as what we did then. They just look a little different.
1: I got gotcha. you, Coach, a visitor here at the restaurant with a question for you. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Hey, coach.
5: Uh, think about all your years coaching until now. What's changed more, the game or the
1: players that play the game?
9: Well, I think uh, probably both. Uh, I think I, I mean, everybody that watches football can see how much football has changed probably in the last 15 years. Um, dramatic change from I pro and I slot to multiple formations spread, um, make you defend 53 yards wide and 100 yards deep Uh, quarterback runs. You know, there was a time when people never wanted a quarterback to run. Now, a quarterback's a significant part of a lot of RPOs and a lot of reads that he may end up being the runner. Um, So the game has changed dramatically, and I think RPOs probably changed it as much as anything, and I think the change of the rule of illegal man downfield to three and a half yards from one yard probably is what was the advent of that development and coaches who took advantage of that. So the game has changed dramatically. I think young people have changed, and anybody who's a parent out there or who has young people, they've changed. They're exposed to so much more. Um, The Internet. ability to communicate and get self-gratification from so many different sources, uh, whether it's texting, Twitter or whatever it is, uh, changes people's ability to develop relationships, to be able to communicate um, and and really to be able to focus on process because everybody gets such immediate self- gratification from almost everything they do. And, uh, you know, to be good at something, especially a sport, you have to be really process oriented. You know, like, okay, here's what I want to be. Here's what I have to do to be it. Now I've got to d- have the discipline to do it and execute it every day. And that's, that, that's, you know, not something that, it's something that I grew up with. But I don't know that everybody grows up with that right now. And um, be- because our culture has just changed. I'm not saying it's changed for the worse. It's just changed. And I think the way you coach, the way you teach. Um, when I played, I would do whatever the coach said. If you tell a guy to do something now, you better give him a reason why he needs to do it, because he's probably not just going to do it just because he said to do it. Uh, And it's got to mean something to him. You know, there's got to be some value and benefit for him. Um, So I think it's changed a lot in both regards.
1: Interesting. Ben, why
8: don't you jump in again? Right. Uh, I have to kind of set this question up, so if you'll just humor me for a second here. I was watching a documentary about the Vietnam War from PBS the other day, and one of the things that one of their experts suggested was that one of the problems that the Pentagon had during the war was that they couldn't measure the things that were important. They couldn't measure the way that the South Vietnamese people felt about their government or the way they felt about the North Vietnamese. Uh, and so the things that they could measure, like how many bridges they've blown up or casualties or how many weapons they recovered, they decided to make those things important and kind of emphasize those things. So for those of us uh, who don't know the game at the same level as you, what are some things that maybe we overemphasize because we can measure them or we can see them? And what are some things that we maybe underemphasize or don't pay enough attention to because we can't really measure them very
1: well?
9: Uh, I thought you were going to ask me something about the Vietnam War after all that. <laughs> but, um,
1: oh, and that's been a great question, though.
9: And I was around during those times. So, you know, uh, it was tough times. It was really tough times for a lot of folks. Um, Well, I I think that a lot of people look at statistics um, and over evaluate a lot of statistics about um, and and really measure a player's ability by what his statistics are. An example would be, you know, you could be a receiver and you have a lot of catches, but maybe you're not a good blocker. Uh, Maybe you don't play well without the ball. So maybe you're not as good a player as somebody else at your position who doesn't have as many catches for as many yards. But yet, what a lot of people look at, including your profession, the media, is strictly the stats. The guy threw for 300 yards, he must be really, really good. Um, So but there may have been some circumstances that surrounded that. And they look at another quarterback and says he only throws for 200 yards and he doesn't have as good a completion percentage. But maybe in the system he plays in, he's even a more effective quarterback than the other guy. So and and there's only certain stats that really impact the outcome of a game. And some stats don't at all, like sacks. I mean, there's all kinds of studies and there's all kind of analytics in football now that you can get and read about. Uh, and it says, all right, what's important to winning and losing? And a lot of NFL teams spend a lot of time on this. You hear it in pro baseball. All right how many times a guy gets on base and all that and how valuable that is. So some stats are very valuable and some stats are not. Like turnovers is probably the number one statistic turnover ratio. The next one is explosive play ratio. But yet sacks is way down the line. How many sacks you get? I know I like to get sacks. Uh, one thing sacks do is they usually stop drives um, because it puts the other team behind the down a distance. All right. so. But to you guys, if we don't have a lot of sacks, that becomes a big deal.
1: Heart and toughness. Is it experience in your role that allows you to measure that kind of stuff?
9: Well, I think it's pretty easy to measure. I mean, I think you can. I think anybody could. I mean, a football player is like a gladiator, man. I mean, they got a helmet on. You don't know what they look like, All right, but you can make a character judgment about how they compete and how they play, the kind of effort they give on the field, uh, how much it means to them. Um, I mean, it's not hard to see. Uh, so, I mean, it's not like you got to be some kind of great coach or a genius or have 25 years experience coaching to be able to see if a guy's a good competitor or not or if he'll be responsible and do his job and you can trust the guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: I mean, to me, it's, it's hard to win with players you put on the field that you can't trust, can't trust them to do what they're supposed to do, uh, no matter how athletic they are. So I think all these things contribute to guys being able to play winning football, which is what's going to help you get the statistics that you need that are going to help
5: you win.
1: Coach, another visitor here at the restaurant with a question for you. Good evening, sir.
5: Hey, Nick Saban. Uh, first off, happy uh, belated birthday. Thank um, you. And my question to you is, um, given the program's success over the past you know, many years, how do you keep your, yourself and the team from avoiding complacency, especially given uh, with social media being so prominent in today's society?
9: Well, you know, I think that's, uh, that's one of the biggest challenges uh, in my job. Uh, not so much for me. I mean, I'm like this game that we're playing is the most important thing going on and getting the players ready to play that game is the most important thing. And I'm not really affected much by what other people think or say, because I feel like I'm evaluating what we need to do and how we need to do it and what it's going to take for us to be successful day in and day out. I don't need somebody else to sort of evaluate that for me. And I don't want to be affected by what other people think. Um, so, But for the players, I think it's really, really hard. And, you know, like one time early in the season, I said, I wish somebody would write something bad about our team. All right, because I don't really like it that the players they are young people. uh, They get affected by things. But the statement that I made earlier here that newspapers aren't going to run the ball for you, you know, the crowds are not going to score any points, you know, all these external factors they're meaningless when it comes to how you perform and how you play. And you're really only good as the next play. And I think people have heard me say this many times before. Complacency creates a blatant disregard for doing what's right. If you don't do what's right and you don't create the right habits, then it's going to affect your performance. And when that starts happening on your team, bad things start happening. Players expect to have success, start not having success. They get frustrated. They're not competing. You know, there's going to come a time in this game. Uh, the game will reveal who you are. There'll come a time in this game when you have to choose: Am I going to persevere? Am I going to fight through it? And am I going to continue to be relentless, or am I going to give in because it's hard? Some people have a greater capacity for that than others. But to think that you're really good, arrogance is not going to help you win. All right, so. Everybody's got to understand that. and That's one of the biggest challenges that we have with all of our players. And what I try to get them to understand is they're creating value for themselves by how they play. We have a lot of guys on our team that play it that have made it in the NFL. We got a lot of guys on our team that want to play in the NFL someday. So if you're not the best version of yourself and you don't create a standard for how you want to play and you challenge yourself to do that all the time, then how, how are you helping yourself? Just like I got on the offense yesterday because um, they weren't practicing very well. And they said, well, it's just the scout team. And I said, OK, so now the scout team, who's not the best players on, on the team, it's the third team defense, that's the standard that you play to. That's who determines how good you are, the guy you're playing against. So if you're getting evaluated by somebody and there's some pro scout here watching you play, that means he thinks you're not very good. Because you're just as good as the third team guy. So what's that say about who you are and how are you getting better? And what kind of habits are you creating? So is the standard based on who you're playing against? Is it based on the competition? Is it based on the challenge or is it based on who you are? What kind of standard do you have for what you want to do and how you want to do it? And it doesn't matter who you're playing against. Doesn't matter what the score is. Do you play different when you're ahead by 20 or behind by 20? You shouldn't. Not if the standard is to be the best player you can be.
1: We're coming right back. More with Coach Nick Sabin. Great answer right there as we continue with more on the Nick Saban Show here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
7: Hey, everyone, let's all
3: stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see, every moment can be kind of special. But they can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments. It doesn't matter. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call
7: 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
4: Hello, it's me, the designer jeans in the back of your closet. What happened to us? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Okay, maybe I never really fit you right, but I got a lot more Sunday fun days left in me.
2: So take me to Goodwill, where I can really
4: make a difference.
7: Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff, create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it.
2: Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council.
1: Here now Tua, under pressure, gets hit as he throws, wide open, Rugs makes the grab over the shoulder, he's at the five, he is in, touchdown Alabama! But Tua took a big hit, Tua took a big hit on the touchdown, Daniel Betuli, the linebacker, gave Tua the big hit as the tide hits 50 points. That of course sent route to the 58-21 victory over the Tennessee Volunteers, Henry Ruggs. Averaging 18 and a half yards per reception, with a long catch of 57 yards against Texas A&M this season. Young man from Lee High School, Dana Montgomery. Ben, he is, uh, w- you know, watching these guys develop has really been a treat uh, over the season and all over the seasons for some of these fellas. Yeah, all three or four
8: of them. We talked about yeah. Jalen Waddell earlier. Now we're talking about Henry Ruggs, and it could just as easily be Jerry Judy who's leading the team in receptions and yards and touchdowns. Could probably just as easily be Irv Smith that we had a question about earlier as well.
1: Exactly. So uh, that's one of the uh, advantages the Tide has. Somebody was talking the other day on a show uh, about uh, you know the best, and you hate to compare. Uh, you can't compare Julio Jones and, and Amari Cooper and these guys, but as a unit, man, this is a potent wide receiving unit, no question about that. Right. Uh, When I covered Florida State, uh, the team that won the
8: national championship in 2013 had Rashad Green, Kelvin Benjamin, Kenny Shaw and Nick O'Leary at tight end. That was a a fun group to watch. And and this has been a really good group to see, too.
1: So the coach joining us now for our uh, final few moments of the show. And of course, as we wind our way down, our final words from the coach are presented each week by Mercedes Benz. Mercedes Benz. The best or nothing coaches hour is flown by. What are your final thoughts for the night?
9: Well, I, I think that uh, everybody really realizes that this is a, a big game. I think it's a new season for us in terms of we put ourselves in a position to have an opportunity over the last four games, uh, this LSU game being the biggest one, the highest ranked team that we played. And I think this game is going to be a real test uh, of who we are, you know, who we are as a team. Uh, how we compete in tough circumstances is a tough place to play. They got a really good team. Um, they're going to try to be more physical. We're going to try to be more physical. So uh, there, there, there's going to be a time in a game where it's going to test your resolve as a as a competitor and your perseverance to to keep on fighting. And that's the one thing that uh, that I think that our team is got a challenge as to because we haven't been in a game like that. We you know, I'm happy with the way our guys have competed, but we haven't been in a game like that. So, um, you know, it's about the 60 minutes you play, but it's also about the one minute at the end of the game in terms of how you feel uh, in terms of what you did, how you accomplished things. Were you successful? Were you unsuccessful? And uh, I think this is a game that you get a tremendous amount of self gratification for, uh, but you also have to do a lot of really hard things when it comes to effort, toughness, perseverance and intangibles to compete in in a in an atmosphere like we're going to have to compete in against a team that we're going to have to compete in. Uh, and we're going to have to challenge ourselves to stay focused on what we need to do to um, not really have calm in the midst of chaos, but be able to keep your poise and play the next play with great effort and intensity, but do it for 60 minutes in the game. So um, it's gonna you know, I'm really looking forward to it because I think it's gonna tell us a lot about our team.
1: Indeed so. These are the kind of games we get into this business for. Coach, thanks as always for your time. Ben, the same to you, Ben Jones and the Tuscaloosa News. Travel safely, gentlemen. We wrap it Thank up you. right after this on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
8: Adopt U.S. Kids Presents. What do expect when you're expecting a teenager learning the lingo?
2: GOAT G O A T acronym stands for greatest of all time as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner they're my fave dad you're the goat
8: you don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same visit adoptuskids.org. brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services adopt us kids and the ad council
6: man do i love card night you ready boys You got a king?
2: Go
8: fish, Dad. Oh,
1: come on. (laughs) This is WWE superstar Titus
9: O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or
3: visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the US Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
2: Tweens have mastered the art of tuning out. Jen, there's a spider in the car. We're turning your room into a home gym. See? nothing. But some messages need to get through. Like making sure they're buckled up the whole ride every time. Do whatever it takes to make your child listen. Jen, I friended your boyfriend. Wait, what? Buckle up, sweetie. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
0: Hey, ESPN's Neil Everett here telling you how to win big. Score a trip to the Heisman Ceremony or a Nissan Titan. Go to nissanusa.com slash titansweepstakes. Build your Titan, choose your school's colors, then register for your chance to win today. Get to Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. <laughs> Purchase necessary. Ends 11, 10, 18. Open to legal residents of the 50 US and DC, 18 and older. To enter in for official rules, visit nissanusa.com slash Titan sweepstakes.
3: Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke.
8: Real football? Y pollo asado. Mac and cheese?
3: You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke.
8: Of course.
4: Football and Coke. Come on. It's
6: got to be Coke. It's
4: game day? Race day.
6: Calls for Coke. You know it.
1: It's tailgate 101.
9: Hey, Tide fans, this is Coach Nick Saban. Not all fans agree on the best game day food, but when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Grab one and roll Tide.
1: What's on tap for the Crimson Tide is presented by Bud Light. Bud Light, game day's favorite light lager and a proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. This Saturday, Bama on the road in Baton Rouge to meet the third-ranked LSU Tigers. Game time, 7 p.m. Saturday night. Our airtime set for 4 in the afternoon. That's this Saturday. Bama at LSU here on the network. Coverage at 4, kickoff at 7. A big thank you to Brad Bohannon, baseball coach. Ben Jones in the Tuscaloosa News. Nick Saban, our studio engineer, Jerry Kelly, and our engineer here at Baumhauer's Victory, Tom Stipe. I'm Eli Gold. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, tune in Saturday. We're live from Baton Rouge. Until then, good night and Roll Tide.
0: Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this has been Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Presented by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Crimson Tide. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Winn-Dixie, the official supermarket of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Toyota, visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. And buy. Bud Light, proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Crimson Tide Sports Network.